This is Law of Attraction Explored. I'm Tim Grimes. If you'd like a free guide that explains the hidden link between relaxation and the Law of Attraction, or if you want more information about my books or my coaching, you can visit RadicalCounselor.com. Enjoy the episode. So last episode, we continued our exploration of control and controlling our imagination, even when it seems impossible to control our imagination, to still do our best to practically be masters of ourselves and to direct our imagination in the best way possible. And as I went over, this takes practice, this takes work, and there's many different ways of implementing this control of your imagination. One of my favorites, something that I've really benefited from personally, is the success indicator model that W. Clement Stone laid forward in his book, The Success System That Never Fails. And today I thought I would make it a little bit less esoteric because, you know, we read that great Shunru Suzuki quote and it might have seemed a little bit too far out there for some of you. And I want to bring it back down to earth a little bit today because one thing that I've noticed, and I'm speaking as almost always very generally here, right? Because when I speak generally, I make broader points that are more easily understood by all of us, including myself, when it comes to applying these principles. Because none of this stuff, as you know, is, st- is set in stone. It's, it's very malleable. So something that I've generally recognized is that when we get into a lot of manifesting advice, when we first get into it or become deeply involved with it, there is the tendency to try to be too perfect. For instance, with somebody like Neville, His advice when we're trying to conjure up an imaginal scene and really feel it, there can be the tendency to really try to have perfectly conjured up that scene and to feel it. And as we've gone over, and as most of you know, that's very difficult to do over and over and over again. So by trying to be perfect, instead of accepting our imperfections, we often delay our manifestations. And... The approach that Stone talks about, where he talks about constantly correcting yourself and being honest with yourself and keeping your eyes on the prize, so to speak, and constantly going for that prize, for your goal, for your desire, by just paying attention to it constantly and self-correcting yourself, is a very different and much more forgiving approach than trying to do something perfectly, like imagine the perfect scene and then being upset when you can't imagine and feel that scene consistently. The imperfect path is a lot of the time, I think, far easier to implement practically in our life. And it's far easier to just start doing it today. We don't have to worry about being perfect. We just have to take action. And as I said last episode, Maxwell Maltz is another teacher who just brilliantly describes this. You know, he says that, you know, we direct ourselves towards the goal and we're constantly off track while we are going towards this goal. And we just keep on correcting ourselves to get back on track over and over and over again. And I wanted to read a quote to you from uh, somebody I don't think we've mentioned yet, Robert Anthony. He wrote Beyond Positive Thinking, as well as many other excellent Law of Attraction books. And this quote Uh, pertains to all of this stuff. I included it in The Law of Attraction Simplified. It's at the beginning of one of the chapters, the chapter called No Overplanning. Robert Anthony said, it helps to realize that an airplane spends 90% of its time in error. We need to take a look at that. If you could see that you can get an airplane from New York to London, even while having been in error 90% of the time, 
maybe you could be less critical of yourself. Maybe you would allow yourself to be in error. Great quote. And uh, just Anthony nails it there. I mean, that's that's it. There's no need to be overly critical of ourselves and to not, you know, to not make progress because we're trying to be perfect. And I know when I say it like this, this seems pretty obvious, but I've just seen working with people, particularly people who get into this kind of visualization Neville type of law of attraction stuff, they try to be perfect and they beat themselves up when they are not perfect. While what Anthony was just talking about, what Maltz is always talking about, uh, you know, what Stone was all about, is just keep focused on what you want and keep on redirecting yourself. Fail your way to success. You know, this is much more of a common self-development type of philosophy, perhaps, than the more, you know, I'm just going to kind of lay back and imagine my way to success. But the truth of the matter is there's no need to you know, separate between these different types. The point is just to have stuff work for you well, to manifest better and live a better life on a practical level. And what I'm telling you, based on my experiences, is that getting up and doing something, taking action towards your goal, even if it's just internal action where you're focused inwardly on what you really want, and it can obviously and should be a lot of time external action to go along with that, If you're doing that day after day, constantly taking action, both inward and outward action, and correcting yourself and being honest with yourself, being honest about how much progress you're making, and if you continue to focus on what you really want and know that what you want is possible to get, you become more in control of your imagination and of your reality. I mean, this is not, again, this is not like some crazy esoteric thing. This is like realize that we can be in quote-unquote error a large part of the time and still get what we want. What happens is that we focus on something we want, but then we don't get it quickly enough. We think we're failing. We think we're doing something wrong. We beat ourselves up over it, and we stop trying to get that thing that we initially wanted. That is an immature approach to the law of attraction. A mature approach, which is just another way of, you know, I used that term advanced approach last episode. A mature approach is the same thing. A mature approach is just knowing this is what I want. I'm going to focus on it and I'm going to continue to focus on it. And it is going to come into my life because of this focus. And if you know these principles, if you are implementing these principles actively in your life, then what you want there's a very good chance it's going to come into your life in some significant way sooner than later. You can start feeling it into your life very quickly. And then, you know, the external manifestation might happen for you as well. But in the very least, internally, you can shift how you feel very easily. Uncommon common sense. And I really dislike just discussing esoteric law of attraction theory and philosophy because of what we're speaking about right now. What we're talking about is practical. And the reason I love somebody like Neville is because he was a practical dude. At least his earlier teachings up into the promise were highly practical. And he was talking about practically improving your life. And something that sounds a lot less glamorous, like Stone's success indicator, is all about practicality too. And if you want to see someone who was a great external manifester, 
that person, you know, near the top of the list in American history would be W. Clement Stone. And he wasn't doing any weird voodoo. He was just very focused on what he wanted and feeling it into existence and being honest with himself about whether what he was doing each day was helping him or not. And if it wasn't, doing his best to correct it so it was helping him and to just keep on going over and over and over again. An airplane can be off target 90% of the time and still reach its destination. And if an airplane can do that, you can do that. There really is something to the saying, failure ways to the top, you know, failure way to success. After a while, the tables turn and your quote-unquote failures become successes. And if you stay at things long enough, you begin to recognize that some of your biggest failures, quote-unquote failures, are really the stepping stones that you needed to reach the success you wanted. So this was just a hopefully a helpful reminder to make us more aware and more conscientious in applying these fundamental points, not just to the law of attraction, but to self-development and practical self-improvement in general. Hope it was helpful.